coming up, the way children treat older people is not like it used to be. What's going on? You are listening to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on H.com. I am your host, Heather Dean. And this week, my guest is Rabbi David Orlovsky, the internationally renowned speaker whose lectures have inspired thousands of people for over 30 years. And this week, we're speaking about whether respecting our elders has become a thing of the past. And by the way, you can visit the website rabbiarlovsky.com, which features Rabbi Orlovsky's articles and audio and video classes, ebooks, and details of of his upcoming speaking engagements. For more information and to contact Rabbi Orlovsky about speaking in your community, just visit rabbiorlovsky.com, which is R-A-B-B-I-O-R-L-O-F-S-K-Y.com. Welcome, Rabbi David Orlovsky, to At Home in Jerusalem. Thank you. According to Jewish law, I'm just wondering, is there an actual commandment to respect our elders? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, when we say elders, uh, that can mean a number of different things. Okay. Obviously, one of the top ten commandments of all time is which is honor your parents. Mm-hmm. And the Gemara learns out that includes grandparents, it includes older siblings. Uh, there's all sorts of commandments like that. Mm-hmm. And additionally, it, uh, there's a specific one, which means you have to get up before a, uh, an older fellow. Mm-hmm. Um, so that the, the idea of respecting elders is something that has been intrinsic in Jewish tradition for thousands of years. Okay. Now, when we talk about an older fellow, what, like, is there an age? A cutoff? 70. Ah, okay, fine. 70 is usually the line where you become a zakein. Okay. Um, obviously, anybody who's older than you demands a certain amount of respect. Now, there's, there's a duality here, too, because it also applies to sages, a person who's, so to speak, an elder in wisdom. Mm-hmm. So we talk about Zikanim, you know, uh, when we talk about the elders, you know, the wise men, we speak about them as the elders, the elders of your time. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to only be old if they're wise, but even if they're not wise, it's interesting in the Haggadah, when it's talking about the commandment to tell the story of going out of Egypt, mm-hmm. it says, <laughs> If we were all wise, we're all knowing, we were all elders, and we all knew the Torah. So there's different levels of knowledge. Chachamim is acquiring information. Um, uh, Then there's being able to manipulate that information and come to conclusions. And then there's just knowing the Torah, which is a different uh, standard of uh, knowledge. And then there's the Canaan. It's the wisdom of age. Mm -hmm. And there are certain things you pick up just by having been there. I once heard from Rabbi Olawick that the reason uh, that people's hair and beards turn white is so you know who to seek advice from. Mm, wow, nice. Very nice. So let's also bring this to modern times. I'm just wondering, how did children speak to or behave around adults when you were growing up compared to children <laughs> today? You laugh. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad because I'm a, I'm a relic. I'm a dinosaur. I'm left over from an earlier time. Um, when I was uh, my my father once wanted to tell me what a wild and crazy guy my grandfather was, you know. He says, one time he borrowed a kid's bicycle and rode down the block. I said, okay, mm-hmm. I, I see businessmen go to work on bicycles. Mm-hmm. We have bicycle lanes, you know, today. I mean, I, I don't mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. My father said, you don't understand, an adult never did that. Mm-hmm. A, an adult did not leave his house 
without a hat and a jacket and off in a tie. Hmm. And you'd see the old pictures from the 40s and the 50s. Everybody was wearing a hat and jacket. Sure. It, yeah. was, it was part of society. I remember in Les Miserables um, where Jean Valjean was seen as the mayor of this town and he escaped from the police and somebody from the town doesn't know who he is. He says, Mayor, what are you doing out here? And without a hat. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, how could you go out without a hat? Right. Everybody wore a hat right. and a jacket. It was, right. it was my, uh, you'd see uh, construction workers would go to work with a hat and a jack, right. jacket, mm-hmm. and then they would turn and change into their work clothes, and then they would change back. Mm. So adults, there was a standard of what was called an adult. Mm. I, as a kid, knew that I was not an adult, and you treated adults with a certain amount of respect and, and uh, you know, you didn't, I would never talk to one of my parents' friends by their first name. Mm. It was unheard oh, of. Oh, yeah. It was Mr. This or Mrs. That or Dr. That or, mm. you know, Miss This. But, you know, you'd never say, never say, uh, you know, uh, call them by their first name. And right. that's the problem. The problem is that the present generation has been raised by my generation. And my parents were the last generation of adults. We were raised to be children. We have never grown up. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there was a book by the humorist from the Miami Herald, uh, Dave Barry. Sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and in his book called Dave Barry Turns 40, he says, now that you're 40, you have to begin to realize that you have more in common with Ward and June than you do with the Beaver. Now, knowing well, that most people won't get that reference, right, there was a TV okay. show called Leave It to Beaver yes. about an eight-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. His parents were Ward and June. Now he says that I'm 40, I have to begin to grip with the, grapple with the fact that I'm not an eight-year-old boy. But until then, it was partial. <laughs> I remember reading an op-ed piece in the New York Times um, where uh, this woman went to see the movie Big with her boyfriend. And he says, and uh, it's basically about a 12-year-old boy who becomes an adult, and he's in an adult body, and she's dating him, even though he's a little boy. And at one point, he just bursts out, I'm only 12 years old. Mm-hmm. He said, she says, and every man in the audience laughed. You understand? Because ultimately, we see ourselves as little children. Mm-hmm. So because our generation never grew up, most of us. We certainly have no idea what it means to be an adult. Um, so we discourage children from treating us like adults. So therefore, kids tell me, you know, they'll go over somebody's house and they'll say, oh, you know, uh, Mrs. Moskowitz. And she starts to giggle and says, I feel like you're talking about my mother-in-law. Call me Shani. <laughs> okay, Shani. But we ourselves don't understand how to act like adults. So if we don't know how to act like adults, how can you expect kids to treat us like adults mm-hmm. if we don't understand what it means? I have have mothers coming with their girls uh, to seminary. They sit in a class. And the amazing thing is they're both dressed the same. You know, mm, they've mm. got the, the baseball cap, chewing gum, you know, the mm-hmm. sneakers and the push down uh, socks, you know, and, and the mm. jean skirt. And you can't tell which is the mother and which is the daughter. They're dressed mm. exactly the same. Maybe that's the goal. You can't tell which is the Yeah, right. so that's what we, we are a society that worships youth. Mm-hmm. And uh, to the point that everyone knows that when you reach a particular age, the only marketable skill left to you is to work in the checkout department of Walmart. Oh you know what I mean? Because no one has any use for you anymore. Because <laughs> you're old. And you reach oh, a certain gosh. age. And so people work hard. They dye their hair and they this. Yeah. They, 
Yeah. You know, I had a brother. He had a heart attack, and he went back to work uh, after a quadruple bypass. He went back to work too soon, and he says, listen, at my age, if they decide that I can't handle it, they'll get rid of me and hire a younger person mm. in a mm. second. Wow. So, wow. no, age is not a value in our society. We don't even know what it means anymore. When mm -hmm. I was a kid, you you know, the older people were treated with a tremendous amount of respect and reverence and, and, um, and you knew your place. You were a kid. So let's talk about grandparents. So in your opinion, what should parents teach their children about courtesy toward their grandparents? Well, there was a great story where this father comes to his son and says, son, could you help me? I don't have any money. Um, I, I don't have a winter coat. It's getting cold. So he tells his son... The grandson, he says, go up, to the, go up to the attic. I have an old coat over there. Bring it down for grandpa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he brings it and it's cut in half. And he says, well, what's this? So he says, I'm saving the other half for when you get old, dad. Oh. The way right. our children mm. see us treating our parents, mm. uh, that's the way that they're going to treat us. Mm -hmm. And if we lack that respect for the older generation, then for sure, eventually we're going to be old. We may never mature, but we're going to get old. And people are going to have the same level of tolerance and respect for us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, some very sobering thoughts, but also very important and very genuine, very uh, ideal Jewish concepts. And I just want to thank you so much for the, taking the time to talk with us about respecting our elders, Rabbi A pleasure. I am getting there. So <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've reached the age at this point where it's difficult for me to believe I'm still a young couple. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll join us then in uh, looking at the many excellent articles and classes on age.com about family as well as honoring parents. And you can click onto them from the homepage. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.